We should be living full lives and intentional lives, but busy almost feels like we're just living a blurred life and we're not really enjoying it. Boy, we've been doing the social distancing thing for a while now here in the 30 Second Book Club podcast. Hey, I'm Andy. This is a place for people that want to read more books and be in a book club, but don't have time to do either and really not allowed to now, right? (laughs) So we were supposed to talk to Than Bennett this week. That's been moved to next week because uh, I was talking with Morgan Tyree about her book, Take Back Your Time about how to be productive in any season of your life. And I'm thinking, well, I think a lot of us are in a new season. Everyone pretty much now, right? So let's uh, talk about that, Morgan. First off, tell me about what inspired you to write this book about time management. Yes, so it came about, I was in a season of life. We had moved overseas for my husband's career. And I, my life sort of just took this major turn where I, I had come from a life of purpose. Lots of my time was very structured to a season where my life was very unstructured and I didn't have a lot of purpose. So I sort of was floundering with not sure how to structure my time. And so I was actually struggling with not having enough to do, which is really (laughs) not something most of us can relate with. But that can actually be just as challenging to not know how to start your day or how to structure your day. So I kind of looked at time in a new way. And I had to really pick myself up and sort of um, start with a a fresh perspective on how to really structure my time. Well, Morgan, I think now there's a lot of people probably that think, I mean, for me on the weekend, I used to, I've got three kids. We always would go out and do things. And now what do we do with our weekends, right? We have too much time now and and we don't have anything to do with it. Yeah, it can be really challenging when we lack structure to actually stay motivated and disciplined because it's almost like when when we don't have anything built in, it's like the whole day is just in front of us and we can almost just let it just sort of, pass by unintentionally. And so I think it's um, it's finding that sweet spot between we, we don't want to be hyper-scheduled, which I think we can fall into just as easily and over-schedule and, and, and we get into that um, situation where we're too busy or hyper-scheduled. But there is that sweet spot where we're scheduled enough to where we can feel purposeful and intentional, but not hyper-scheduled. So finding that sweet spot for each of us is really the goal. And that's what I'm trying to help people in the book. Okay, so, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, but I just thought this was great. Again, talking about we're all in this, this is, un, these are unusual times, unique times. And in the very beginning, you talk about how you need to, when it comes to time management, first embrace your current season. Yeah. And what I mean by that is that I think it's real easy to, one, compare and look around and sort of try to keep up with people around you. And it's important to start with a position of, you know, what does my current season need to look like for me and identifying what's, you know, what you're being called to do, you know, what your family dynamics might look like, what your career looks like, you know, what your personal goals are and kind of identifying those things first and foremost. And then when you really know what your individual purposes are, then you can start to prioritize what you want to focus on. And if we can start from that position and give ourselves personal freedom to say, okay, this is what I'm called to do right now. Um, it can be almost freeing instead of trying to try to do all the things all the time. You know, there's there's times for different things at different times in our lives. All right. So in in uh, the chapter talking about um, your schedule, so important. Again, I mean, everybody's schedule is so different now. I love the idea that you do with your family called the Daily Five. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So I started that. My, I have teenagers now, but um, we've been doing it forever. But I started when they were more grade school age because I felt like as parents, we can run into this tendency where we're just repeating ourselves and we're saying the same things over and over, you know, whether it's hang up your coat or <laughs> load your dishes or whatever the thing is. And so I realized there was these these common things I was repeating myself, you know, saying each day. 
And so I came up with sort of the five daily tasks that I wanted my kids to do on a regular basis, on a daily basis. And then I printed them for each of them and put them as reminders. And that way I could say, I could ask just a question of, have you done your day, daily five, as opposed to listing off the five things each day. And I recommend the daily five for us as adults as well. You know, if we have just five daily things that, and that can be home related, work related, whatever, you know, however you want to apply it. But if you implement some of those daily habits, it can sort of minimize some of that stress and they can become habitual as opposed to kind of that scattered approach mm. of trying to get things done. This is a really interesting because I think this is kind of our default as Americans. When someone says, how, you're do how are you doing? You'll first say, oh, I'm busy, but you say we should actually delete that word from our vocabulary. Yeah. And, and what I mean by that is I feel like we sort of can take on an attitude of almost being a victim maybe, or saying like, it's like, it's happened to me rather than I've chosen it for my life. And, and I think it's, um, it's really important to be very discerning with what you're committing and choosing to do. And I think that it's, it can be challenging, especially if you're in a family and there's multiple personalities and multiple energy levels, you know, but it's important to keep reassessing, you know, what you as whether it's a couple or as a family or just whatever your dynamics are to keep assessing, you know, what your threshold level of commitment should be. And if you're taking on um, the right amount, because it's different for each, you know, situation or season, like we talked about, but you know, there's so many opportunities and things we can be saying yes to, but if we forget to be discerning, we do fall into that busyness. And I um, prefer the word fullness because to me, fullness says, yeah, we do want to maximize our time and we should be living full lives and intentional lives. But busy almost feels like we're just living a blurred life and we're not really enjoying it. As uh, we're talking about, okay, I, I, I want to be full. I want to have a full life. I want to work on my schedule. You have a whole big old section kind of talking about what scheduling looks like. So what do the time zones look like that you talk about, the green, yellow, and red? Yeah, and I gave a real kind of visual snapshot. And, and the reader can take this as simplified or as structured as they want. And there's really a lot of tools and, and different ways they can kind of dig into it. Um, but I want the, the reader to take it, you know, and make it work for them. But the visual snapshot is it's, it's like a traffic light. So the green time zone is your focus time. So anything that requires more of your deep work Anything that higher that requires a high level of concentration, so we call that focus time. This is when you're going. Your yellow is your flex time, so that's anything that's more um, a flexible type of work that can be um, you can start and stop more easily. That's maybe not as highly concentrated work, and that's a lot of like household tasks or just things that are just you know maybe faster in nature that sort of thing. And then your red is when you come to your stop and it's your um, your fill time. It's when you're taking time for yourself. And so the goal is to try to find a harmony in your life and make sure you're balancing all three in some some order for you. And, and really my goal for people is to think about when you're doing what. I think that's what we're running into in this day and age is that with our um, instant access or, you know, we're, we're distracted, you know, we can, we can work at all times is we can easily slip into doing things at any time of the day. And that's not necessarily good or bad, but making sure you're intentionally working at the best time for you on what you're working on. Just a little bit more on the red time zone the fill time. And I don't know if you feel like this because I, uh, I don't know, you're kind of a freelancer too, you know, you write and everything. And so I do freelance uh, voiceover work online. And 
So whenever I'm I'm at home with my family, when I'm not doing my full time radio job, I will feel guilty if I just sit down and just have that fill time. I always think it needs to be filled with I should be doing something else. So how do you overcome that? Yeah, well, I think that most people will probably have one or two of the time zones that they're naturally stronger at, you know, and so you and I might, for example, be naturally more of doers. Mm -hmm. And so for us, we're going to have to probably be more deliberate to and I'm and I'm echoing you on this. I do have to be more intentional with carving out red time because it's I just am more of a doer and so I have to be more intentional with taking enough red time for myself. And so I think that there's a lot of self-awareness in this and saying, you know, what feels out of balance and giving yourself permission to put the boundaries in place for the the different time zones that you need. And there's not like a formula or an exact amount, but you probably know when you're getting enough of that time, you know, because it does affect your probably wellness and and your productivity if you do get enough fill time. So that's good self-awareness. Okay. So then you talk about start, stop, and continue. Yeah. And that's an exercise that we have used as a family that I used. I had learned back uh, for a company I worked for. So it's a really good tool that you can use just within relationships to offer feedback and talk about sort of just different dynamics of how things are working within your relationships or within your household. And so we'll just sit down once in a while as a family and say, Hey, you know, the idea is you can cut, it's sort of a way to offer back and forth feedback. Like, Hey, could you start (laughs) doing this? Could you stop doing this? And could you continue doing this? And it's just a way to kind of um, spur those conversations on and open up some lines of communication. Cause I think sometimes we can avoid conversations um, that are important. And it's important to keep uh, communicating things within our homes. Now that we're way past January, uh, a lot of people are thinking, oh man, I I, I blew through that uh, resolution like I do every single year, or maybe I've just given up. And you talk about how goals get a bad rap. So how should we look at goals in a different way so so we see them as positive and not always negative? So, you know, I think that goals for me or for all of us should be you know, if we think about them as they're going to help steward and intentionally drive our time. You know, I think we think of them as, you know, we, we have to accomplish them, we have to get them done, but really they're a guide. And if we don't have them in place, then we can sort of just have this zigzag approach to how we're spending our time. And I, and I try to communicate a lot in my coaching and teaching is that it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to pivot away from a goal. Just because you set a goal doesn't mean that you have to accomplish it, but it's just that you're, you're uh, you're looking forward. You're looking ahead because I think what happens, and even like right now with this situation that we're in, you know, we're we're all looking at each day like what's what's ahead, you know. Mm-hmm. But we can still twenty four hours a day kind of look intentionally and say, well, how can I make the most of this day? How can I be intentional today? And that's I think what goals do is they just give us some vision and some focus. And so I think it's a mindset of just saying. How can I be intentional with the time I'm given? Because time truly is a gift. And I think that, you know, we don't need to be um, hyper-focused on it again, but we do need to be um, good stewards of our time. You might just bristle at the uh, idea of this book from Than Bennett. My fame, his fame, aiming your life and influence toward the glory of God. Yeah, am I supposed to have any fame? Isn't God supposed to be number one? What does that look like? Well, Than walks you through that. It's really good. And we'll be talking with him on the 30 Second Book Club podcast next week.